0: future is coming on i ain't happy i'm
1: feeling glad i got sunshine in a bag i'm useless enough along the future Welcome to so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. We we're in another week. We're, we're starting the week together as a family. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, if you guys don't know, I'm in uh, Italy right now, I'm at a wedding. Um, so I'm just dead tired. I've been partying all night. Um, I just got my full, uh, my first, um, uh, body tattoo. Um, I got a, uh, <laughs> I can't even keep the joke going. I'm just making a stupid Kravis joke, which by the way, so we all saw Courtney's dress, right? It's like everything's Dolce & Gabbana. Dolce & Gabbana sponsored the whole thing. They're probably eating Dolce & Gabbana spaghetti. Who knows? It's it's a lot of Dolce & Gabbana. Uh, I do want to point out that if I ever get remarried uh I would like Old Navy to sponsor everything I want people being like more Old Navy I want my mom to be walking down in Old Navy I want just I want everybody there in Old Navy I want Old Navy like they had Dolce and Gabbana like little boats that took them to the wedding well, I'm talking about Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker got married this weekend of course I act like you guys all know but you probably do but if not mom if you're listening Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker finally got married so they can finally finger each other legally um, <laughs> hey kids. Um, <laughs> but they had these little boats, these really fancy boats that would take them to and from and Dolce and Gabbana paid for all of this, which is just Chris Jenner is just such a smart lady. I mean, we might all make fun of it, but I mean I have a feeling that a lot of this just was a free wedding, which is just wild. But like I'm picturing like old Navy would buy little dinghies instead of boats. Like old Navy, you know, like we old Navy would get the job done. You know, like I would totally be down for old Old Navy sponsored wedding. Like I think that would we would still find a way to be classy because, you guys, it you don't need millions of dollars to uh, to look cool, and that's what Old Navy is all. <laughs> old Navy is all about. Come on, man! I know somebody's got to work for Old. There was somebody that listened to the show that did work for Old Navy once, and they gave me a friends and family coupon, and uh, it was like a pretty big day. It expired like that day though, so I don't think I got anything. But it was like a big. Like I just remember going, like you've made it, like you've finally made it, Ryan. And I was just, I didn't even tell anybody because I was just like, this is this real. But then I was like, oh, I, I then I, the coupon expired. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Uh, real quick, uh, let's get all the commercial shit out of the way. Sorry for the language. Uh, if you like the podcast, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can uh, review it on both. It really does help. And it takes a quick uh, little flip of your thumb or whatever finger you choose to use. Uh, also, Patreon. We did a we did an hour and 45-minute Patreon talkback where I did it on YouTube and we sent you a private link. And it was really fun, I think. So we're going to be doing more of those. Um, there was something else. Oh, YouTube. YouTube, you guys. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, Countess Luann was on this week. Tiffany Moon. We got more videos coming out this week, but it's helpful that you subscribe. I'm going to start doing like little 10-minute videos on there, like top five uh, pop culture moments of the day. And it'll just be me being silly talking about whatever popped up that day in addition to the podcast. So if you're a YouTuber or you love watching YouTube, go on over there. I believe our Sophie Mondays will start going up on YouTube as well. So this is all really exciting stuff. And I would love for you to uh, join in on that journey uh, with us as we um, as we kind of just figure it all out together. But at the end of the day, the point is to have fun and to laugh and to be silly, um, which is kind of what those are my three mottos. Uh, did you guys see the, the, um, the artwork Meditza Lopez did for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap we did on Friday? It it was a goodbye yellow brick road. Do you remember the famous Elton John album? And it always sticks in my mind because my parents had that album, that vinyl, which I was like, man, I wish now vinyl's all cool again. I wish my parents like kept all their, anyways, neither here nor there, um, (laughs) But I said, Marisa, is there any way you can do, like, goodbye? Because Elton John fundraiser with Lisa Rinna, it was all the rage, and she made the most beautiful piece of art. I really – I want it framed in my room. Uh, You guys need to go check it out. Go smash that like button. And also – if you haven't listened to those Beverly Hills recaps, it, it was so fun. I was choking laughing talking about the Garth Brooks thing on Friday. So hopefully you guys are joining in on the journey with me on that. I looked at the numbers. I usually don't look at numbers because it kind of throws me off and I just start thinking about the wrong things and not about the deep art of what, what I do, but I did. And it looked like for that first episode, you guys really showed up. So thank you so much for that. Today is a fun episode. We had a blast talking with Sophie. I mean, I had a blast and I'm not referring to myself as we, but I had a blast talking to Sophie, so I think you guys are going to have fun listening to it. We have all Kardashian stuff. We get into Summer House. We get into Beverly Hills. We get into Nick Cannon, possibly getting a vasectomy. Like, I love that he put... Uh, the funny part of the story for me, he said he, he got a consultation. I'm like, yo, man, consultation is like, do I want to do this? We I think we've all agreed as a culture that you want to do it, Nick. Let's do it. We're you know, we've got you know, we're not safe unless you get that vasectomy. You're going to repopulate the earth, even though you keep saying that you don't want to do it like there shouldn't be no more consultations like our public opinion should have been the consultation. When your visit to the vasectomy doctor or whatever we call them, it should have just been the procedure. Like, why did you even tell us you were going? Like, let us know when it's done so we can let our daughters out again. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to your week, folks. Oh, OK. So weddings are huge, right? So we're, we talk about the Courtney and Travis wedding. But there was a wedding that one of our fa- <laughs> well, one of, like one of our fan favorites we love to hate um, was at a wedding. And I believe it was at a wedding, and this lady, they became friendly, and her name, of course, is Ramona Singer. And this lady uh, is in love with Ramona, and Ramona put her on her Instagram story. And I wanted to share this audio with you, because it just really brightened my day, and hopefully it can brighten yours. Uh, So here is Ramona Singer and a fan.
0: I'm at a wedding at Parish Art Museum, and I just met the sister of the bride. And what are you trying to tell me? I am Crystal. um, I just met Ramona and um, I, I couldn't, I was hysterical almost. She inspired me every day to be so strong and get through what I'm going through. And I couldn't do it without her. I love you, Ramona. It makes me feel good that you feel that you're able to get it through the craziness of TV. And that makes me feel like what I did She's voice. the realest person. That you'll ever meet, and the sweetest, most kind person, uh, gentle, and right. the TV. I don't know why it comes off like that, but she's just an amazing woman, and I hope I could be half you mother. Will, you will be, you will be. Half the you mother that you, you, will you will be.
1: So basically, let me just break that down. Ramona's at a wedding. This is a huge weekend to get married for everybody. By the way, I want to also shout out Raven. Uh, you guys might know her at Mainly Bravo, uh, and she had a podcast called Bitches Better. She's been on this pod a couple times. She got married this weekend too, and that is the wedding that I care about. She looked beautiful and amazing. If you guys know Raven from her podcast or online, she's she's stopped doing it, and it's just such a bummer because she's so damn good at it. But she looked beautiful. And uh, everybody go over and congratulate Raven when you get a sec. But anyway, so this lady, so we're at i I'm assuming they're at this wedding, and this fam, this lady's there that loves Ramona, and goes up and tells Ramona, and must have been emotional with Rona, Ramona, which we know Ramona doesn't usually handle that well, and Ramona deemed it worthy to say, you know what? I'm going to take that compliment in and I'm going to, would you mind re-saying everything that you just said for my audience? (laughs) I love, I can't, I want to be half the woman, like half the mother that Ramona is? Like, yeah, okay, yeah, you already did it. You're there. Congratulations. And the, uh, you know, obviously Ramona must have gotten talking to her of like, people hate me, da, da, da. So she's like, I don't know why. I don't know why, people. It just, I don't know why it comes off different on TV. She's just an amazing lady, everybody. She's amazing. Also, there is just random pieces of poop everywhere at this wedding. I don't want to say it's Ramona, because that would just make, you know, that's TV. It couldn't be her. There's flung poop everywhere and I know it's not Ramona we've gotta stop blaming Ramona for things she's it's, it's a beautiful lady this lady I urge you to go watch the video of this because it's even more powerful because they're very tight together on the shot and I just I was just like how many takes did this you know and like was she like I wasn't feeling it do you have it in you to do one more and, of course Ramona I love you so much please I love you and then I kept thinking about okay so shoot this video, do they, you know? I have a feeling Ramona dumps her at some point. It's like I, I'm done talking to you. <laughs> you know, she's like, I got the video. Let's go. But that is, and it's one of those. It's it's, it's that double edged sword where Ramona has done some repugnant, horrible things. Some of her views I cannot stomach at all. Yet that to me is amazing TV. Like I was like, I need to show all my friends, you guys, that moment audio wise, and it's just because you can picture it. We get to know these people and you're like, I can see this situation happening. And it's just so, it's just beautifully frightening and hysterically funny to me. I talk about it in the show, but we are in a really big week of TV. So I don't know if you are, are you, if you're prepared, I don't know if you guys can stomach it, if you can handle it. I don't know if you can shut down everything going on in your life right now, just to watch TV. Cause that's It's going to be a big part of your week. We got Real Housewives of Atlanta that aired tonight. I'm loving it. This season, last week, you guys, Kenya had a birthday party for her, I believe it was her third three-year-old or four-year-old, and they had it at this place, um, which kind of looked like a dingy, like a dingy art museum. It looked like a lot of concrete slab, and she was like, this is perfect for my child. (laughs) It's like, okay, cool. And then they get there, like Marlo and all of these housewives, they play this game with (laughs) Kenya decides to play this game where it just ends up like way too sexual and way too dirty to the point where it it looked like it was offending other parents there. And that's what you love out of a reality show is when women get together in a normal situation, you know, a a little girl's birthday party at someplace ridiculous. Like, you know, I had my birthday parties at like McDonald's or something, and they're at like this kind of weird – Dingy art museum, and then on top of it, they play a game that involves sex at some point. Like Candy, literally has to say, "What was it like?" Can like they said, Candy, Candy gave somebody a blowjob or something. And even I, like, I'm much older than a three year old kid, and I was like, "Damn, what is it? What happened?" So there's these small moments on Atlanta that I love so much, and I just want to encourage. I don't see it getting the press that it deserves, so please go check that out. Speaking of Atlanta, because we talked about this on. Their show. Uh, I was on Bravo Wild Black, their podcast that came out on Saturday. Those Aaron and Kaya are amazing, amazing, amazing. Go check that out. And I was also on a Patreon episode of theirs as well. And I just, I dig those guys so much. So go support them if you can. So Atlanta is tonight. We're done with Summer House. My heart is just broken in a thousand places that it's gone, but it's okay. And we're also done with Jersey and I'm totally okay with that. I am so ecstatic for Jersey to be over. Now, Jersey wasn't bad. Jersey got great ratings, but... Like I say every week, it's the Teresa show, and I've seen that show, and it's no offense to Teresa. Also, I'm just not really digging Louie still. I know a lot of you guys were like, he's amazing after Sunday. He, he just won me over. If that's all it takes is like 10 minutes of like semi-hard questioning, then you guys got to be more careful than that. I really am just not there yet with Louie. Uh, we'll see. You know, like in five years, if they're still together, man, I cannot, I'm, I'm going to be so happy for both of them. And I'll be like, yo, he really did turn a new leaf. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hope that's okay with you guys. I just don't. I'm not, so that's done. Um, Let's see, what else do we have? Oh, this week. I know we got some geeks in the audience. Obi-Wan Kenobi with you and McGregor is going to be on Disney Plus. It's very exciting and Darth Vader is going to be a part of it now. Darth Vader, if you guys don't know, is kind of like the Lisa Rinna, uh, but Darth Vader I think is actually wealthier than Lisa Rinna and doesn't have a rap problem where he lives. Um but but Darth Vader is going to be in this and I'm like I you know I'll always be that 7-year-old kid that just loved Star Wars so much. but I think the Housewives and reality shows they have that same kind of uh, huge characterizations and um, you know these huge arcs and bizarre stories. Housewives are like sci-fi or superhero movies. I say it all the time. It shares similar characteristics. So always you gotta you gotta appreciate that. Uh, also welcome to Plathville on TLC. I watched the first episode this week and I loved it. I love this show you guys, welcome to Plathville. Micah Plath was on this show before and I would love to talk to more people from uh, the production of this because it is just such a great reality show and this first episode didn't disappoint and the season trailer looks insane if you don't know it's about this family that they were raised away from like they didn't know any like about superheroes they didn't know about like the culture at large they didn't know about cell phones and TV shows and all the shit that we've been brought up on and they were raised in kind of like this secluded environment, and their mom taught them how to play instruments, and they did all the cooking and cleaning. And this show, the last couple of seasons, uh, has been about them, these kids, the older ones, learning what it's like on the outside. But this season, you see the parents are starting to fall apart, and the mom is wanting to kind of sow her wild oats a little bit. She's, she she bought a ballerina studio, a, ba- a ballet a dance studio in her little town. It's just, guys, it's just wild. Like, it's wild. I can't even explain it. I, my, my explanations are not going to do it justice. Also, we got the first American version of a reality show. I think it's New Zealand or Australia. I always get those confused and people get mad. Um, love on the Spectrum, which is a reality show about, uh, um, you know, men and women uh, on the spectrum trying to find love. And I think it is one of the most romantic, funny, beautiful reality shows that I had seen over COVID. And I cannot wait to give the American version a shot because uh, what I love at the end of the day, no matter a disability, no matter uh, anything, is that we just crave love as humans and you see you know when you distill things to it's like just basic thing of just wanting love we have so much commonality and it always just breaks my heart but makes me laugh and and uh but it makes me laugh in like a heartwarming way it's like oh really good people and 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 i want to encourage shows like that so we can then watch horrible people on shows like real housewives of beverly hills uh let's see what else do we got this week Said Summer House is done. Sad. Um, what? Oh, Real Houses of Dubai is June 1st. So we're good on that. Uh, Stranger Things comes out on Netflix. Their final season uh, comes out. Seven episodes will drop this Friday. Uh, and then there's going to be two more episodes after that. But these episodes are so long, you guys. Some of these episodes are two and a half hours long, which that's not even an episode anymore. That's one of my podcasts. <laughs> hey, um uh southern charm's gonna come out in june like we said uh so it's 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 i think there's still a lot of tv saturday night live had its final episode of the season uh on saturday with natasha leone um who i love in russian doll on netflix if you guys have checked that out the second season just came out a couple weeks ago and it's weird it kind of just came and went and I, it's frustrating because those shows are like the shows sometimes you should pay attention to, um, linear storytelling wise, even though it's a super weird show, you have to follow it closely, but I really enjoy it. Ad Bryant, Kate McKinnon and Kyle Mooney. It was their last episode and Pete Davidson kind of overshadowed that, uh, we have breaking news right before I, uh, came on. I'd already talked to Sophie cause we were wondering if Pete Davidson was going to get there. Not sure if Pete's going to be at the wedding, but Kim Kardashian just posted a photo of her nails. And one of her nails, you guys, is bedazzled with the letter P. So either she's letting us, the viewing audience, know that she isn't still in love with Pete, because that's the I think that's how you spell his name, with a P, or she's got a P really bad. No, but I think it's the Pete Davidson thing. And uh, I feel so weird getting excited about shit like that, because I'm like, I'm a grown man. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she didn't pee on her nail! Oh, my God. uh let's see what do we got um john mulaney actually is taking heat uh dave Chappelle opened up for him in columbus ohio which is where i was born in columbus ohio my parents my family is from columbus ohio and we we moved to kansas when i was like uh one and a half or something and i consider myself from kansas but i was born in columbus and know it know it fairly fairly well but John had a sold-out uh, arena show, and Dave surprise opened up for it. And I guess, you know, they they make you put your phone in these pouches. They did it for me at Chris Rock, so we don't have any footage of this. But there was a lot of blowback on John Mulaney on Twitter because there was some trans jokes that Dave opened the show with. I I not like I didn't see the video of this, and I sometimes feel weird. I want to. These are one of the stories I want to say take with a grain of salt because this is just what I'm. I'm reading on Twitter and news articles, but I don't have any video proof of this, but told another, you know, Dave Chappelle, uh, love him or hate him. He seems really obsessed with trans, and that is that is very interesting. Um, and then uh, John Mulaney, I guess, hugged him afterwards, and everybody was very offended. I don't know exactly what the jokes were that were said, but it does seem like Dave Chappelle has a, a very – you know, just in a up specials on Netflix. And I just, you know, this is a show that I think I want to be about, um, uh, love, you know, I, I'm personally don't give a, ri- I personally sometimes just care if I'm ever going to fall in love, you know, <laughs> you know, like I hope I find the person. And, uh, if you can, if you're lucky enough, just like that love on the spectrum, if you're lucky enough to find somebody that you can love, I don't give a fuck who it is. Like, honestly, and why the fuck would it be any of our business? Like, Cool. Like, I don't know the outrage, of course, with all of this stuff, Dave, I'm talking about just woke culture in general, sometimes gets to be a little much. There's so many voices and and what you have to decipher and us, the viewing and listening audience, we have to, our jobs are so much uh, harder than it was in terms of entertainment because we have just a thousand more voices than we've ever had giving us all sorts of opinions of information, you know, the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, you go to one place, you, you hear this, you go to another, you hear this. And it's hard to like, kind of decipher what your opinion on something is, you know, and not just to, you know, go with the masses because it's always, Oh, that's the way, you know, we encourage you. And at the end of the show, I say this too, is just Dig into this stuff yourself. If it's something that upsets you, if it's something that may try to dig in, try to make sure it's real before it upsets you the way that it does. And I'm not trying to be um, preachy, even though it might come out off that way. But it's just something that I've, I've done myself. And I've been wrong about a couple things sometimes. I mean, I'm not the only thing I've never been wrong about is Lisa Rinna being horrible, Jax Taylor being horrible, everything else. I think I've been wrong about <laughs> oh this was such a cool story Selena Gomez hosted the first mental health summit at the White House with the First lady Jill Biden which our very own Lex Nico who has been on this show a bunch of times and will keep coming back she was there and she told us this a couple of weeks ago on the show and I was just so proud of Lex but what a cool thing because uh mental health to me is the number one thing that I always say, if I could influence anybody on, it's that because it is so fragile. And especially with all of the noises and voices and all of that stuff we allow in mental health, you got to protect it. That's the the thing that you got to protect the most. And if we have kids and families, we got to protect theirs as well. Um, And I just thought it was cool that we're doing things like that. And Selena Gomez has been a great uh, champion of mental health because I know she struggles with it herself. And it's also cool because it, it breaks down those stigmas that we have of, I even have those own stigmas with myself that sometimes I talk about this and I get scared that people are going to like, what if people think I'm crazy? And you're like, well, they already do. But, you, you know, like, and it's like, that's the kind of stuff. That's what we're talking about stigma is that it shouldn't matter what I say. If I'm trying to be honest with you guys, hopefully it doesn't affect in a bad way. But that's what sometimes – uh, people are scared to come out with their problems because they're scared how they're going to be perceived by their friends and their family and the world at large. And um, I just think it's good for things like this and and anywhere where you can just say the world's fucked. It is. Cr- it, it, it's wild. The fact that we're able to live uh, like we are is still such a blessing. And uh, it's you know, there there are things out there that can help. You can get through today. You can get through tomorrow. Um, I was so depressed a couple of weeks ago. I was so depressed. And it was one of those unfortunate things that I knew I had to wait it out. And today I, f- I feel really good, but I know tomorrow might be a different thing. You've got to protect it. You've got to be in tune with how you feel and never be ashamed about that. Um, also, this is interesting just a spill off of that because you're going to get Johnny Depp on the stand today with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Margot Robbie, I guess, is going to be taking over the lead of the new Pirates of the Caribbean um, movie that they're making and a new Ocean's Eleven prequel. And Margot Robbie, busy as hell, but she's going to be taking over what it would be like the Johnny Depp role, which is just like, listen, I didn't know Johnny Depp could be Captain Jack Sparrow. So I'm curious what Margot Robbie is going to bring to the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, multiverse, if you will. Um, Let's see. Oh, and we talk about this. Rihanna had her baby boy. You know, there's just good for Rihanna. Rihanna's awesome, man. She's It's just like, you know, it's nice to have those celebrities that you're just like, man, you you seem pretty cool. Like there's nothing that I can say about you. Like you you know, when you live your life above board or it seems to be, and just kind of do, I don't know, you can't really say anything about that kind of stuff because they're just great. Uh, Army Hammer abuse allegations, family scandals will be the focus of a true crime special. A new ID and Discovery Plus called The House of Hammer uh, will be coming out uh, in a couple months. I might be a part of this show, you guys. If you have listened to this show for a while, you might know what I'm talking about. So I'll let you know more information as it comes out. Out to me. Also, we talked about this last week. Real Housewives of Miami star Lisa and Lenny Hochstein are apparently getting a divorce because he's a douchebag, and's been cheating, has a new girlfriend already, and you know. So we're seeing a lot of Lisa out on the town. They're filming the new season of Miami. Thank God. But uh, I just kept thinking, just from personal experience, when you split up with somebody, how exhausting it is. You know, like you have to like all of a sudden. We see it a little bit with Katie Maloney, which, by the way did you see the Stasi Schroeder wedding photos of Katie Maloney? Katie looks hot. Like she looks the best I've ever seen her look. Like, honestly, it's just like, damn. So congrats. But I know what that is. Like that's breakup bod. That's break. You know, it's like when you break up with somebody that you love or split up, like it is the hardest fucking thing. And your mind and your body go into this kind of like. Uh, what, it, you know, it's like adrenaline kicks in. And you're able to do things and look better and all of this stuff that you ever were before because you're running on pure adrenaline because you are heartbroken in a way. And that's when I see these things of Lisa outside going to all these parties. I'm just like, oh, my God, it's so exhausting. Part of the good thing about being in a relationship is you can get fat. (laughs) I mean, you know, you can gain weight. You can, like, go watch TV series with your partner. You can do all of this shit. And then you're like, fuck, I have to slap on the old heels and makeup and get on out there again. Like, It's brutal. Like, that's what I see when I see any of these people out after a breakup, is just that I know usually they're probably running on adrenaline and they probably don't want to be there. And they're just like, fuck, I have to go out again? This is not supposed to be in the cards. Uh, so, uh, thoughts and prayers out there to Lisa. Mexican pizza came back on Friday. Medica Lopez, our very own, uh, was very excited. I did not get to have any yet, but I kept picturing of Erica Jane in the first episode. She goes, I have a problem. I drink too much and wake up with Taco Bell wrappers all over my nude body. She didn't say nude, but in my head, it's like, I want to get naked and, and eat a chili cheese burrito. <laughs> um, so congrats to everybody that loved the Mexican pizza. I had people um, saying, it's not the same. They made the, they made the Tostito thing healthier. And I love people when they were like, I want the bad shit. Um, (laughs) also, I said this last week, but Real Housewives of Orange County, Dr. Jen Armstrong splits from husband, Ryan, Ryan, hopefully, uh, will, I don't know. I don't, some people were like, oh, then she'll get a second season. I was like, I figured she'd only get a second season if Ryan wanted to film. So we could watch that all go down. Um, Elon Musk says Twitter deals de- temporarily on hold. I could give a rip. I don't whatever. Uh, Joel McHale is returning to E this is interesting. He has a new show called celebrity beef, which I'm, I love Joel McHale. Do you remember Joel McHale on the soup? It's actually something my dad even loved. My dad loved Joel McHale doesn't even watch reality shows really, but he would always watch that. And Joel, they would like focus on reality show clips. And that was like, Oh my God, he has my dream job. He was just so funny when it first came out. Um, I think actually there's tons of news stories, but we'll, we'll spill that out, uh, later this week or as the week goes on, because we got tons of shows for you guys. We've got an actual housewife coming on the show. We, uh, dope, by the way, last week's shows, I I was so proud of them. The summer house recap, the Beverly Hills recap. We did the three part coyote ugly recap with Annabelle DeSisto, which I just, I thought that was great as well. And you can listen to that at any time. Um, but Overall, I hope you guys have the best week ever. Um, I'm really happy to have you guys here listening. If you're new here, thank you for giving this a shot. Uh, We're about to go crazy because we got Sophie Ross coming up and there are a lot of opinions. So have the best week ever. And I will talk to you guys again, I think on Tuesday. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your week And we are already starting the week with a bang uh, Let's just get into it You know uh, my Monday co-host You need to go subscribe to our podcast So True with Sophie Ross Which is usually on Tuesdays, sometimes on Friday But I think mainly Tuesday Also, go subscribe to our Substack, Go follow her Twitter, all of that stuff I would do a whole huff and puff piece about how great she is But we need to get into things now Because we have limited amount of time And there's too much to talk about Sophie Ross, welcome back to the show
0: there is so much to talk about. There's so I, much
1: going on. I I mean, I listen, Rihanna had a baby, okay? And that's not even like the 10th thing that I wanted. To, like, Rihanna, like, I like Rihanna so much that I don't even need to talk about it. It's like, good, you had a son. You're great. Awesome.
0: Next. I think it's so funny also how Rihanna, everyone thought she was having a girl because she was photographed, like, holding up baby girl clothes. Like, she knew what she was doing.
1: Rihanna, see, Rihanna knows the game. And also, but you respect it. Like, it's not like Chris Jenner where she plays it in a certain way and like plays with people's emotions. I kind of like, Rihanna, when she does it, it makes me laugh. Like, good on you, Rihanna. You fooled us. I love that, you know?
0: Right, right. I'm like dying to know the name.
1: That's, well, I was saying on Friday's show, is she is she going to be Rihanna Rocky now? Is Rocky his last name? Is ASAP his first name? Is this baby his like Randy name? Rocky?
0: His first name is actually as soon as possible. That's what.
1: His first name is. <laughs> he's a long life. He was named after his grandfather as soon as possible. Yeah, uh, he's as soon as possible the second. Yeah. Um, that actually is like easy pop culture news, of course. Once again, we have the Kardashians sucking all of the pop culture air out of the universe. They're not even on American soil right now. And I just read read a tweet that Sophie wrote saying they should not be allowed back in the country until we can figure out what's going on. Let me get your thoughts. What does that tweet mean to you, Sophie?
0: What the hell? I know we all know by now that the wedding is sponsored by Dolce & Gabbana.
1: (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) What Really?
0: (laughs) <laughs> but, and by the way, Dolce and Gabbana have been staging a comeback since it got exposed that um, Stefano and I forgot the other one. They're like right. terrible people, Stefano especially. Yeah. Um, they were extremely they've done extremely done and said extremely racist things. They've said that IVF babies aren't real babies, really offensive things like that, which is ironic because Courtney, you know, on this season of the Kardashians is going through IVF. I know. Um, yeah. So the payday, it must've been big if it was worth it because they all look like clowns. You guys. <laughs> clowns. Like okay, what wait.
1: are they wearing? But wait, wait. And the other thing is, did you see that comment, Stefano, uh, uh, on a Kardashian's Instagram a long time ago about how cheap the Kardashians look? Yes. That's why it's so funny that this partnership is actually even ha- happening to begin with.
0: Yeah, he called them cheap. It was probably like three or four years ago.
1: Maybe they're not cheap anymore. No, but what, what's great is that, like, even even little little Reigns in Dolce and Gabbana, Penelope's in Dolce and Gabbana. Like the 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 it is. And you know what the funny thing is, you know, isn't like weddings are supposed to be like a bride's day. And to me, this feels way more Travis than Courtney.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what everyone's saying, that it seems like very like Twilight, like the whole like. All of it, like the red theme, and that it seems very like Travis, like trying to be like goth and punk. Which well, today,
1: really- by the way, they got married on World Goth Day. Today, the twenty second is World Goth Day, which is hysterical. are you serious? I'm totally serious. They totally were. They were.
0: Um.
1: Well, they, the Volturi is about to get get Travis. I think they're about to hunt him down. I mean, oh, it looks God. all they all look pale. Everybody looks like they're following each other. It's like The Godfather on acid. But at the same time,
0: well,
1: but at the same time, I listen, I hope they're loving every second of it because I'm loving every second of it from a a comedic standpoint. I think nobody else is giving us this kind of ridiculousness. I just wish they would share the wealth with other celebrities right now because it's all coming from like, did you see how tired Kim looks? Kim looks like she's dead.
0: Yeah. And also since she destroyed her hair at the Met Gala. Oh, looks horrible. Yeah, her wig looks so bad. Like, I just can't believe these are like the looks that they're going with to be photographed forever. You know, Um, I will say that Chloe looked really good at the actual wedding. She's wearing like yeah, this like sunbeam
1: thing over her. Yeah, like the
0: crown is really random, but she looked really good. Um, I think Kendall and Kylie have looked like okay, but like Courtney just looks a mess.
1: Did you see that? The, on Kylie's Instagram stories, uh, Kendall is like waddling upstairs. And yeah. I have this, I i don't think Kendall even knows how to walk properly, like a real person. Like she doesn't know how to cut cucumbers, doesn't know how to walk upstairs. I think she's not been taught basic things.
0: She definitely doesn't know how to walk down a runway. That's for sure. <laughs> but no, it looks like her, her dress was just like really tight. So she like couldn't move. But um, I thought that was interesting because we never get to see them. We never see personality from their Instagram stories. And I was Kylie like, Kylie, oh.
1: sometimes, like today was actually kind of fun. I, I saw Kylie where a couple of times I kind of chuckled to myself, like she might have a personality.
0: Yeah, I think deep down, there's like a sense of humor and personality that we never see it. And I think that that's like, there's such a disconnect, I feel like, with like the whole world. And I I don't know, I feel like even on the, I've been watching the Kardashians, I'm finally like caught up. And it still is so sterile feeling like we're not getting the real them. But I don't know.
1: Oh, completely. I mean, listen, I just think it's hysterical. And also I was, I was, I did a TikTok on this earlier of like the people not there. Where's Corey Gamble? Where is Chris's boy toy? Where is he? He loves Corey. He loves a free vacation. He loves yachts. Like did, did, did Chris remove his like vacation pay or like his travel pay? Like, cause Corey usually is front and center at shit like this and he's nowhere to be found. Caitlyn Jenner, not there Scott oh, yeah. back that's
0: not surprising.
1: Well, you know, Caitlin was like, Yeah,
0: let me come,
1: please. You yeah, know I mean? baby. I, you know, I'll be cool, I swear. <laughs> um, Mason is there, but he's not really in a lot of photos, even though I think Mason's looking cool again. I saw a photo of him like two days ago. Uh, little rain is starting to grow on me. Uh, who else? Addison Ray is- not there.
0: Rain is still a toddler.
1: I know. Rain, I thought, was about to go to college. turns out he's only, like, four years old or something like that. Like,
0: he has not grown. He's still a toddler, but he (laughs) looks really cute. And Penelope looked really cute in, like, the gown that she was wearing. She looked adorable.
1: I've always Uh, said this. Penelope looks like she sees dead people. She looks like she could see through you immediately and go, Sophie, you're only going to live until you're 83 years old. You'll die on a beach. Like, she looks like she has that kind of information.
0: Well, she always... I feel like just in general... It's not even just the kids, but like, all of them have looked kind of miserable. Like, I know that it's like paparazzi. They're probably like annoyed, but, like, none of them look genuinely happy. I guess, like, I'm very happy for Courtney getting like her fairy tale wedding happy yeah. ending, like, love that but like the rest of them look so freaking miserable
1: I'm so like listen I can make fun all I want but it is nice at the end of the day to make fun of something where I genuinely as creepy as it may seem to me seems like they're definitely happy Travis is starting to wear on me a little bit just from watching the Kardashians his little his little weak voice it was cool Mark Hoppus the lead singer of Blink 182 was there and that kind of warmed my heart because he had cancer a year ago and Aww. now he's in remission and that was cool to see Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox were there so I I was,
0: Ew, did you see Machine Gun Kelly's like cheetah print suit?
1: Yeah, he loves those type of suits. Now, did you see, though? So um, I was expecting we I mean, this ties into one of the stories of SNL, like Kate McKinnon, 80 Bryant, uh, Pete Davidson, their last show of SNL forever was last night. Pete Davidson did a weekend update bit. He did a videotape bit with Eminem, but it got cut for time. But he didn't stay for good nights. At the end of the show So in my head I was like Did he hop on a private jet To go to Italy His BFF machine guns there You know
0: I actually heard I can't reveal my sources
1: Oh yes yes, yes yeah yeah yeah
0: But I heard that Pete was like He was like Can I host He asked Lauren Michaels If he could host This episode of SNL As like a farewell send off thing And Lauren Michaels was like no
1: Are you <laughs> kidding me No I, I know.
0: Well, it's like, I and I've retweeted so many tweets about this that so many people are like, oh, Pete Davidson, that's like the headline instead of Kate McKinnon and AD Bryant who have been like stalled. Staples, the- and, like yeah, that. staple, yeah. Yes. And they're, they're so, both of AD and Kate have been such, yeah, like you said, staples, like they actually like, play different roles and have like so much versatility like they'll be so missed like what does Pete Davidson do on SNL play like the dumb like he plays himself
1: I, I was talking about this today with somebody that saying that Pete is actually more similar to the Kardashians than we give him credit for because he is somebody that is known for not really like it just pizza like Pete it gives off a good vibe, I guess, and he's funny, but he's not known for characters like SNL was. He also will admit that he's not close with the other SNL cast members. He doesn't rehearse, he doesn't hang out during the week. He shows up, does his bit, goes. He's never at the after party usually. So I find that interesting though. But he he is the one that's getting all of the press when it's like he doesn't he does, you know, it's like this thing is SNL is like supposedly built around like a not a family environment, but they all are in the trenches together. And Pete has escaped a lot of that because because he's just too famous for that show in a lot of ways. So it's interesting, though, to he's sentimental, but it's always because of Lauren Michaels gave him this huge opportunity, which he did and his life changed, which it did. But think about it. Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian, like just wild shit. But AD Bryan and Kate McKinnon have done way more for that show and way more right. for females in comedy than anything. I just amazing women,
0: work. women.
1: What am I supposed to say? Females?
0: Yes, I've told you this, Ryan.
1: Oh, women, 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 women. Sorry, women, women in comedy. You're
0: right, that Pete is known way more for being a tabloid fixture than for like his actual body of work.
1: It'll be interesting to see what he does. In fact, they just announced his Peacock show at Upfronts and Edie Falco plays his mom. And it's another project where Pete plays Pete, you know, where he lives in his mom's basement. But it's Edie Falco so good. She's such a good actor.
0: I saw that, and I was like, wasn't King of Staten Island, like, based on Pete's life story, also, too. It's like, is his life that interesting? I know that, like, you know, his dad tragically died in 9-11. 9 yeah. um, I don't yeah. Do we need this many Pete Davidson bi- biographies?
1: Well, I was saying I this uh, so. on Friday's show, is that supposedly he's filming a, a movie in Australia, and I heard the rumor that Kim was supposed to take the kids to Australia and live there, but... You know, who knows? The relationship could be done, too. I mean, we don't know, really. We haven't had a spotting of them in a second.
0: Yeah, it's I'm I'm going to call it right now. It's only going to be a few more months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kanye, you guys, if you're noticing, he's in New York. He's he, people have eyes on him. He was at the Balenciaga show in New York still wearing that really ugly leather jacket and boots, but it looks like he's doing okay. Otherwise, which is great. Like I said, Scott was spotted in West Hollywood last night, hanging out with Kimberly Stewart, Rod Stewart's daughter. And he looks like he's like, ah, it's okay. I'm having a good time here. Nah, I don't need to be there. (laughs) Screw you guys. Um, so they're all good. I I mean, have you heard anything else crazy about this, this wedding before we move on to the next thing? Um,
0: not really, but I I will say that just watching the last episode of the Kardashians, Scott's Coke voice has gotten... Dude, really the hot. eyes,
1: the eyes in the talking head, it's so red, like...
0: Yeah, like, you can tell he's he's strung out, and his voice has been affected by...
1: He's irritable, yeah, just, it's...
0: It's always... Ah, yeah. ah, ah.
1: It's always so tight. Yes,
0: like, he needs an intervention or something, and I mean, I'm sure he's not coping well this weekend um oh. so i i mean i'm like i hope he has a support system i don't think he does
1: but i feel like we do this with men all the time myself included where you know he, uh, the sympathy that scott gets for a decade now is wild this man oh, had so no, many chances yeah. and yet we still just because he gives good soundbites they're like oh come on he's a good guy he says the right things on tv but guys he he you know, he's been given so many opportunities to prove it to Courtney and he couldn't do it. So the fact that we still give him the, oh man, he must really be bumming out this weekend. Yeah, but we say that so many times, like when, when Courtney was with Eunice, when Courtney was with, we've said this so much for Scott. No, and what I, about-
0: I've been Scott's biggest critic, but it's more like a Lisa Rinna voice. He might be close to death at this point. Like, <laughs> just not, I'm like just worried about anyone who's in that situation who clearly has a drug problem and doesn't have allegedly, family, allegedly, allegedly has a drug problem, does not have a family, doesn't seem to have a support system other than yes, people that probably just use him for his PJ um, and like 20 year old models. I Again, I'm like the biggest Scott critic. And I think he, he has done this to himself. He's made the bed that he's lying in right now. But, um, but yeah, It's still, char-
1: still charming as hell. And like, like I'm saying, even with all of that, you guys, he's still more entertaining than Courtney. Yeah. Like, like, that's why the family keeps yeah. him around. Did you read that thing this week about the uh, security guard that's suing Chris Jenner and said she's addicted to horror, said she's addicted to these scenarios of like, she loves trauma. And she's addicted to having her kids go through trauma, which is like, I don't know if you can base a lawsuit on that, but it's a really interesting idea of, I mean, think about how much they've weathered and think like Chris always kind of like, ha ha, you know, those mother day, the mother days, the mother's day flowers she got from Tristan, Scott, all of these people. And she posted it on their stories. And I go, how dark is it for all those women, for their mom to post all of these flowers from. Their exes, like Tristan, flat up made Chloe look like a clown, and Chris is always like, "Look at Tristan,
0: he's such a good guy." It's weird. That is so interesting. Was it the bodyguard that is is also she sexually assaulted?
1: Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, I think that's what alleges. Yeah. Um.
0: So yeah, there's that. But yeah, I mean, I think that as much as we look at the Kardashians, like. Oh my god, they have the perfect lives. They get to have all of these experiences around the world. Great. They have so much money. Fine. They have that monster as a mother. And they seem like I said, they all look just like empty. Like it's almost like it's like it's too much when you have that much money at your disposal. And yeah.
1: Which I just keep thinking about the pure exhaustion levels that these like Kim barely looks like she can stand in this wedding and I'm like it's it's like as as fun as this is to make fun of it's exa- I can't it's exhausting to talk about so I can't imagine what it's like to live through it these people n- need a whole month break it's been too much there's too much going on in that family they need to chill out for a bit
0: and I think like yeah and so many of them. I feel like Kylie especially has been like, I wasn't meant to be famous. If it weren't for like my family, I'd be like on a farm somewhere. She was kind of thrust into the spotlight. <laughs> and now she's doing the same thing to Stormy. And it's she's like, like, I'd
1: I'd be riding the rails, just, you know, hopping on trains. Yeah. We, well, that's a great uh, thing because the Billboard Music Awards last Sunday night, we had Travis Scott's triumphant return to televised performing. I hate, I hate. And they trotted out Stormy, you guys, on a red carpet and made her like wave to press and stuff. And it, you know, the thing is, you could be like, well, that's the family and da da da. So that's what you do. But the other way to look at it through the lens of, well, you know, Travis is trying to get as little shit as possible for ten deaths at an astral world, so why not bring his why not trot Stormy out to kind of take a little bit of that heat off of him? Or at least a lot of articles I read had that lens.
0: Yeah, and I actually talk about this in the episode of my podcast that's coming out Tuesday. But yeah, I think that it's extremely, first of all, he's definitely trying to put on like the family man front with Kylie and Stormy, even yes. though he, he hates Kylie and all of these videos that show them on the red carpet. Like she tries to kiss him on the lips. He like doesn't, he doesn't go for it. Like and he has that longtime girlfriend.
1: Like her. What's what's her name on Instagram? Young Sweet Sweetro or something I like that. Yeah,
0: something like that. But yeah, I think it's like, it's not like he said something. And I know that P Diddy, like was like I'm canceling cancel culture. And it's like it's not like he said something offensive. Like he is responsible for 10 deaths. And yeah. I'm not ready to I'm not ready for Travis Scott again. I know that the families of his victims definitely aren't. Yeah. Like, it's like you would think that someone would have the wherewithal to like stay out of the public eye for a little bit just out of respect. But it's like he doesn't have that. The Kardashians don't have that. I mean not that you know they're no, I mean, I- they're tied to Astro World but it's like Kylie taking Stormy on the red carpet and being with Travis Scott. It's like, how do you think those families feel right now that he's staging this comeback and this rebrand? It's like just so disgusting.
1: But psychologically, I always wonder how people like Kylie actually, what what is Kylie like 24, 25 years old in her head? Am I thinking like, is she like, Oh my God, Travis wants me there. Is she still at a point of like, Oh, I want Travis to really like me. Like what is, what is going through her head? Is she like a lovesick, teenage girl like what is the mentality that we really don't have i don't have a clue of what if kylie's like fuck them i want to make as much money as possible you get your out is she like a little chris jenner or is she completely innocent just wanting this dude she's had two kids with to really like her
0: i don't know because we don't really know we know that travis like has this full-time girlfriend that's not kylie and they said in that one W Magazine interview that like never, I don't think it ever even became a thing. This was right after World, that they're like in an open relationship. Like, I don't know, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Because you would think that like if it's just for PR that she would sever that, you know, tie with Travis because he's gotten nothing but bad PR for the past six months. But they um, have it drilled I in by
1: Chris that you always respect the husband and father. You all, I mean, you always respect the father. Chris has drilled it in. We even see that in the Kardashians, where you know Chris is telling Courtney, "Well, you just got to make sure the kids know you and Scott are a united front." Like she, she really has nailed it into the kids that these men, even if they cheat, lie, steal, whatever, it's okay. You still need to forgive them.
0: It's interesting that she acts like she cares about the kids' well-being when she's traumatizing them as much as she's traumatized her own kids.
1: Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I gotta tell you, the quality is great, because quince has all the seasonal Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call one eight hundred discover to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Like I wonder what she thinks. I wonder what she thinks like I wonder, cause you know, she thinks through all of this shit. So I really truly wonder, she's a gifted business person. Like, I, I really wonder what, how she approaches things. You know, did you see that at the, uh, the Met Ball when she had Elon Musk and she was like doing his tie? She was like redoing Elon Musk's tie, Chris Jenner. And okay. she did the same thing with James Corden when Chloe was on the James Corden show on the show. And I was like, what an interesting tactic she takes to powerful men. She starts fixing their tie. And I was like, even little things like that. I think Chris Jenner is, thought out to shit like that you know which is amazing
0: yeah for sure i just i worry about the next generation of kardashian kids like i hope they're okay
1: well they're the ones that are gonna you know be in control of all of pop culture so it's gonna be interesting to see um speaking of scott though scott used to deal de- date amelia bedelia and i wanted to go into real housewives of beverly hills a little bit because we had the second oh, episode we finally got to meet diana jenkins
0: Diana Janka, what's up?
1: What did you think of Diana? What did you think someone, of her boy toy?
0: Someone on Twitter called her "Folanda," which I love. Yes, <laughs> Yolanda. Well, because it's like, hello, what's going on? I'm, I'm trying to
1: work on it, but it's like a very interesting accent. And she comes from Sarajevo. She's a nouveau riche. She was wearing like 80 billion Panther rings and necklaces and just a sick amount of jewelry where it was hysterical because we were in a conversation with PK and Tareed about their home invasion. And she has like literally $250,000 worth of jewelry on her neck, which just shows you the conflicting messages in this show, which I love. Did you like
0: it? Yeah, no, I what I don't like, I don't like when the newbie on whatever franchise gets involved in the drama between...
1: Immediately, yeah.
0: Yeah, like just stay out of it. You don't know the story, and of course she's like siding with Rinna. Like I hated that, and fuck Rena. And I am obsessed with Sutton pulling out the receipts, not backing down, not feeling intimidated, and
1: Garcelle encouraging her, which was awesome. Yeah, like I love you know, Sutton, Erica, this is your time.
0: What about Erica going slander? Slander, slander.
1: Oh, she but she's bitter. almost. Erica's now, it's like barely a whisper. She can yell as hard as she wants, but nobody, do you notice how nobody's really giving a shit? It's like, you just got to stop believing her, guys. Like, she has no power. She holds nothing anymore.
0: There was like one preview of the next episode, so this upcoming episode, where Kyle, of course, Dorit, they're talking about Dorit's panic attacks, and Kyle thought that was the perfect time to tell the group about how Sutton, like, didn't have the right reaction to Dorit's robbery story. And Eric was like, are you serious? That is so insensitive. Oh, dude. It's like the <laughs> audacity, just no self-awareness. Her and Rinna, they are so fucking like,
1: when I was like, I can't believe you brought it up on Watch What Happens Live. You going to mess with Harry? And it's like, Girl, do you know how you butt into... Like, Denise Richards literally said, I have a family, don't do this. And she kept pushing in something she wasn't involved in at all. So the fact that Rinna... It's so hypocritical, but I got to tell you, it's great TV, but I think Rinna is ruining her reputation year after
0: year, which is kind of fun to watch. She's so evil. They're so evil. (laughs) Actually, also, Erica Jane and Christine Quinn on Watch Watch What Happens Live. I was like, I feel icky just watching this. The emperor has
1: no clothes. They couldn't have a, it was just so weird. Erica's not as funny as she thinks she is.
0: Oh, I know. And I don't know. It's like, there's a difference between a TV villain and someone that I think is patently like a horrible person. And both Christine and Erica fall in that category for me where they're not even enjoyable to watch. I think that maybe that's why I couldn't even get through Selling Sunset the last season. I was like, I just don't care about Christine drama anymore. I don't want to watch this evil person. Well, I was, I
1: was talking about the, in, in, a, in a, a way with Diana Jenkins, because, you know, I didn't love the butting in, but I did love that. I got more out of Diana Jenkins little story with her. Like, you know, when we got to her house and got to meet her, you know, kid and all this right. stuff, I, I got more out of that little piece than I've gotten in terms of knowing Erica in like three seasons or anything right. on selling sunset, like at least. I'm like, okay, okay, from Sarajevo, worked, picked her up by bootstraps, went to London. Like, these are like kind of fascinating things where I was like, okay, it looks like she's willing to share some shit. Where Erica, we've gotten nothing from in three, like, even with Rena, at least she's like, like ridiculously reacting to something involving her, even though it's not that much of a storyline, but Erica has shared nothing. Everybody on selling sunset should be just ashamed of themselves because we don't know shit about any of those people like at all.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Selling sunset. I can't even like when the next season comes out, like I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. Like I found it so not entertaining this past season and Yeah, I agree. We know nothing about Erica's backstory other than, you know, she was a single mom, then she was a stripper, and she she married Tom. But it's like, we never really get to know who she is.
1: No, it's always like... I like big dicks, yeah, and sometimes oh God, not so big of dicks. So inseparable.
0: Like it's like the good, we get five, it. Five in general, like they really do need to be dismantled. And also, like I, still, <laughs> I still do, and I know I'm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I still do have questions about Dorit's robbery. Well,
1: a lot of people do, Sophie. And, and you know, it's so funny. I was on the side of this completely happened, but I've gotten so much pushback from people in my DMs or emails or something like that, like pointing out all of these things. And listen, I, I just don't think Dorit is that good of an actor that she could. Oh, by the way, how amazing was the Dorit? My father was, my father was in the Israeli army and taught me how to not be afraid of bees. I thought that was classic Dorit.
0: Yeah, it's like okay, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, the bee. Well,
1: which is like, I want, I want the lifetime movie of that scene of like,
0: Dorit, look at that bee. Do not be scared. Holding the bees by the wings. Yes, and then
1: eventually, eventually, we see Dorit growing up, just catching bees by their wings. You know.
0: Yeah, but like, I don't know. Someone else pointed out it was like Dorit was probably about to be demoted before the season. Like, I
1: agree with that. I agree with he that. He was
0: probably about to be demoted. How convenient, how perfectly timed that this would happen on like the one of the first days of filming. Hmm.
1: Well, listen, I I, if if there's no way Bravo would ever be a part of anything like that. So they would not know at all.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: Um the other thing that I can
0: that maybe like PK orchestrated it because they also weren't set. And they got an insurance payout, which helped them pay off this debt they were in. And it's like, maybe PK coordinated it, but Dorit didn't know. But then why were her kids for the one time they weren't sleeping with her when they always sleep with her? And why would you turn off your alarm system just because you thought your kids, like m- most alarm systems don't, it doesn't matter how much you move around inside, it's outside movement that activates it. So, And the other call- thing
1: was that the, the, the burglars had a backpack but when they left yeah. the backpack would have had to have been in the comforter but they didn't yeah, have the backpack, backpack leaving was
0: gone. and
1: also the phone was gently placed and yes. it was like so there were little things like that but like listen i've had times in my life where i can't explain why i was there uh holding the gun when i had murdered that man no i mean you know what i'm saying like sometimes life is weird like that but I I do get everybody's point like I know that it does look weird and I think with PK and all that stuff he's come out so hard against people that say stuff like this but I think if you were PK the thing that I always ask these people like yo PK you realize the show you're on and you've seen how many people have lied in the past you can't necessarily blame the audience for thinking the worst because we're almost trained Pavlovian to think that way you know wait that's what I want to say The end scene with Sutton and Kyle. Remember when, you know, Kyle was trying to like get Sutton in trouble of like, I can't believe you said that you didn't want a gun. And I think Kyle was trying to get Sutton to say that Sutton uh, thought it was a staged robbery and Sutton wouldn't do it. Sutton was like, well, I'll tell you what, Kyle. Uh, My dad killed himself with a gun. So there's that. Also got burglarized when when I was 13. So there's that. She was like
0: my dad blew his brains out. And I was like, oh my God, I was not <laughs> Is, expecting yeah. that.
1: Is that enough,
0: Kyle? Yeah, but I tweeted that. I was like, I love, I don't know exactly what Kyle was trying to get out of her, but like was that would have been. weird though. But like, I believe that. But I just love how every time this season, Kyle like tries to be an actor and, you know, play up all the drama for the show. And Sutton's just like, what are you getting at?
1: Ladies and like, gentlemen, Dame Kyle Richards from Halloween Kills.
0: Yeah, like she's just so dramatic and so fake, and Sutton's like, "I'm not doing this."
1: When When Rena was like, "Kyle, the number one movie in the country, woo!" And you know, like Rena's never, Rena's only used to like Lifetime movies and Days of Our Lives, and she was, you know, Kyle was like, "Are you do? Are you really happy?" Like I was like, "Is Rena really happy for her? Is Rena just like you? Never can trust Rena."
0: Thing with jealousy.
1: And Harry, I don't, what did you think the Harry text message was sudden? Do you think Harry texted son? No,
0: Rina sent it.
1: Yeah, right. Like, and then Rina then posted a further receipt. I put in quotes to Queens of Bravo or something with it said, um, that said like, here's my proof that Harry did it. And it was her texting with her girlfriend saying Harry texted. So I'm like, that's not a receipt. I could text Sophie right now that I have a million dollars in the bank. And like, that's not a proof of that
0: exactly exactly like come on rena's so full of shit i can't with her
1: i do have something i can't tell you who on the i I can tell you afterwards but i have it now i have proof that rena does give information to bravo accounts that are nice to her that uh, like literally she is giving what information kind of info-
0: what kind of information because just shit
1: to look out for about Kathy Hilton just yeah. shit to well, I mean like and which is maybe
0: that's how the Kathy Hilton Aspen story leaked
1: well i am wondering one thing in, in regards to the Kathy they showed the preview for the entire season after the first episode like 2 weeks ago and they did not include the scene with Kathy trying to get in the store and Erica and Rena and and, and they're like don't let her in You know what I'm talking about? The very last scene of the preview. They cut that scene from the trailer. It's not there anymore. And part of me is scared. Kathy's been so quiet about all of this that is there a way that Kathy could get that storyline removed? There's just no way, right? Rina wouldn't even allow it. Rina and Erica wouldn't allow it.
0: I don't know. I don't know if she would. I don't know. That's a good question. My other thought, if she's having a falling out with Kyle, would Kyle be like, Mm, I don't want Kathy on the show anymore because she hasn't been in the first two episodes. Has she?
1: No. Well, but remember yeah. if you, I was talking about, if you remember, remember like when they first started filming, we knew that Kathy had, Kathy was trying to renegotiate her contract. I think we even talked about this on an episode yeah. at one point, because she doesn't even come in until halfway through the season, unless they do some fan weird lying editing where yeah. they put like, Kathy's taking a shit. And the other, she's definitely here. She's taking a dump, you know, like, other than that, I don't think we're going to see her for at least five more episodes.
0: Kyle also probably is, has been so bitter about the fact that Kathy became a fan favorite in one season, something that Kyle has <laughs> failed to do in eleven seasons.
1: Did you see they uh, put out? This is the rumored uh, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season two comes out in a couple weeks, but supposedly they have a uh, they have like the new cast for season three. Uh, this is kind of a rumor, but it is kind of going around so I'm really curious. did you see this the no. the rumored people in in trying to find the tweet I sent to myself? um it was uh Lisa Renna, Erica Jane oh. were two of the oh. cast members. No. Lisa Barlow. um damn where is that tweet? Did I no, we need so- to
0: isolate Rena and Erica Jane like when they're yeah. to, they're just gonna end up bullying everyone.
1: And I think that's what I think that's probably why they agree to do it in the first place.
0: Oh my God, I hate that.
1: Uh I'm trying to find put a fuck. My notes. Um, oh, here it is. Lisa Rinna, Margaret Joseph's, Giselle, um, Giselle. Where are the other pictures? But it was just like a hodgepodge of like, wow, if you have Lisa and Erica together, I, I don't, I don't like that. I think yeah, that no, would be hate a bad,
0: that. I thought we need to isolate them so they can actually like, we need a Lisa Rinna takedown season. Erica Jane has already, I feel like been taken down, but like we need a real Rena takedown.
1: Also, you are, are you safe in my, I think New York has a lot of monkey pox cases. Are you, are you safe from the monkey pox?
0: So far, I am. Wait, now what's I'm that nervous. thing
1: on your? What's that thing on your face? The thing and with the pus. Had
0: a rash on my knee, and I thought it was razor burn. Ah.
1: That's monkeypox, dude. You've got monkeypox burn. No. Why well, isn't it funny? The Kardashians monkey leave, and all of a sudden, monkeypox
0: happens. Isn't that like a common va- like vaccination that people get, like when they're kids? Or no? Uh,
1: I don't know, but I can't wait to have the anti-vaxxers going. I will not take monkeypox vaccine. No way. That's fine. Uh, um okay also here's some positive news Harry uh Harry Styles new album came out Harry's House on Friday I'm I'm in love with Harry Styles are you how are you with Harry
0: I like Harry I'm not I was actually just saying this also I like never listen to new music anymore all I do is yeah. listen to A- Ashley Simpson's smash hit debut album Autobiography wait for That's real all i do all, all i do is listen to the same music I on never, a monday da, da, I'm da, da, da. I'm
1: it da. is a really great album it, it is, is a great album but
0: like i i really like never listen to new music anymore so i need to start doing that so i can like be like in you know wait and, like, like, like i
1: wonder like, wait why ashley simpsons that like now i'm kind of fascinated by that i
0: just love that album it's an amazing album what music does your
1: dude no i know it is but it just why was that like a seminal period in sophie's life that like is like cemented in your brain
0: it was like one of my favorite cds that i had when i like had a cd player and i would just play it on repeat and now i like still love it
1: what does your dude listen to
0: he listens. i don't even listens listens, to
1: sophie too much you know what i'm
0: saying yeah. I'm just like, I'm not like a huge, like, yeah. Oh my God. I listened to the new Jack Harlow album. Like, I'm, never, <laughs> like, I'm never going out of my way to like listen to <laughs> albums. I listen to podcasts and actually I'm listening to a podcast right now. That's so good. You guys, it's called liar, liar. And everyone knows I love scammer stories. Yeah. It's about this Australian financier who basically pulled a Bernie Madoff, Melissa Caddick and She pulled a a Bernie Madoff and then disappeared. She still hasn't been found, but her foot washed up on shore. Right when she was getting investigated, her foot washed up on shore. And people are like, oh, she's probably dead then. And then they're like, you can live without a foot. She's a sociopath. Everyone needs to listen to this podcast. Wait, what's it called? Liar Liar. And it's about Melissa Caddick. Oh, I have one
1: to recommend. It's called Dirty Money Moves, Women in White Collar Crime. Ooh. I talked to the host of this, Jamie King. It'll be on Wednesday, I think. And it's Ooh, I I Radio. Know. but it's this lady, Mary Carol McDonald, who managed to hustle Bank of California out of $15 million. And she was a TV producer in true crime and then managed to like hustle $15 million out of Bank of California, uh, whatever I just said. And uh, I talked to her on Wednesday's show and she was really dope. So... Uh, I don't know. You might dig that as well. Oh, but I
0: definitely would.
1: Speaking of scammers, I thought you would like this story. Uh, wild. Billy McFarlane, the head of Firefest, and Martin Shrekley, the Pharma Bro, they both got released from prison this week. Did you read this?
0: I saw that Pharma Bro did. I didn't hear that Billy McFarlane did, but wow. Yeah,
1: he is at a um, uh, halfway house now, but they both is that got a released. a
0: halfway from- house?
1: Yeah, that's I mean that's where he's gonna serve out the remainder of his time. But they both got out early uh on good behavior. And I just think that's so Billy McFarlane, you guys, if you don't know, he's the guy behind Firefest, but he has had a, like kind of a laundry list of scams and Gabriel. Oh Bluestone, yeah, he can
0: start scamming like immediately now that he's out. It well, even showed like when he was in trouble for Firefest, He was still scamming while like awaiting trial.
1: He was trying to do a podcast, you guys from jail. And they were like, yo, you, you're not allowed to do that. He would like use his phone time and it would be in like 10 minute spurts. And they caught him doing this. And you're like, you can't have a podcast in jail.
0: Oh my God. I Are you can't.
1: watching the staircase?
0: Okay. I, for some reason, I know this is weird because I'm obsessed with your crime. I have never found that case. Like, interesting like I just like I and I know it's like everyone's obsessed with they're like the documentary I listened to a podcast about it years ago um I just I don't find it interesting I don't have I that case isn't like taking up my life like everyone else everyone else is obsessed with that like single case and I'm just like I just don't think it's that interesting why is there so much content about it
1: well, because of the Sundance documentary that came out like 15 years ago, I remember going like, because I had never seen anything like that. It was one of the big kind of originators of true crime and case and all of this stuff. We actually had like, like first front row access to this guy's story because they agreed to like film it. So that's why I think it was like so big at the time, but then like it went through so many, like, you know, the retrial and all of this stuff. I got to say the HBO show is pretty good. Like I was I was kind of like you of like I've seen this, I don't need to see more of it, but I kind of like the acting is so it's just top notch. It's another one of those things that like the um the dropout where I'm like TV is so damn good lately. They just have it all over movies. I
0: heard it's amazing. I also heard Under the Banner of Heaven or whatever with Andrew Garfield yeah. is amazing also, but I have not started that yet.
1: Uh I wanted to get a quick review of dr strange from you we all know that you saw it last week with your oh my dude. god oh uh my you had sushi god. and dr strange now how deeply did you fall in love with multiverse of madness and dr strange
0: it was the worst movie i've ever seen <laughs> Dude. I, 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 <laughs> usually, okay so like i saw my boyfriend made me see um no way home like the spider-man movie and i could yeah. like, at least get into that yeah You don't need, I feel like you don't need like the full contact. So Dr. Strange, I was like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) I could not get into it. I was like, Dozing, I closed my eyes I was playing on my phone I, like, could not, Wait, all the shit you're not Supposed to do
1: in a movie, Sophie was doing in the Yeah,
0: movie. I could not I was like, uh, I wasn't like shining my phone Brightly, like I wasn't being <laughs> Like, you know, someone that Nicole Kidman Wouldn't like, you know, in the end Yeah,
1: in, in the I, magic the I, the of, of the movie. I was respectful
0: about it, but like It was so bad But, you know, movie we did love
1: uh, Old
0: Old. We loved
1: old. The beach. You loved old. old. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. We talked about it last week. It's on HBO Max, you guys, and it's literally <laughs> the beach when people go get old. And it's, it's ridiculous. You You guys loved it.
0: We loved it. <laughs> we loved it. We were like, that was a great <laughs> piece of cinema. So at least,
1: wait, at least you guys have, or did you feel pressured to say you liked old to make up for not liking Doctor Strange?
0: No, I actually, and it was my choice to watch it. Okay, I was like, okay. let's watch old about the beach that makes you old. <laughs> and my boyfriend was like, What are you talking about? You've <laughs> like never even heard of it. But M night Shyamalan oh, yeah. remembers as like neighbor, not as like next oh, neighbor, yeah, yeah. but he's In- from like the same suburb or whatever. Um, so I was like, let's like drive by next time we're home and like be like. M night. That was a great one. I liked it. I don't yeah, know. No, it was good. It was, it movie. was, it
1: was, I think it's because you always have this, like this kind of gimmick in it. It's like, you know, his, his movies yeah. have this gimmick. And-, and
0: also it was like insane what was happening to them. And like a lot of them were just like really weirdly calm about it. They were just like, okay, so what do we do? It's like, wait, how are you not having like a full blown panic attack?
1: No, it's 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 a why. I mean, yeah. I would, guys. If you have nothing else to do on a Friday night, like or any night, <laughs> you I highly can turn recommend
0: it, on. it. I highly yeah. and there is an M Night Shyamalan twist.
1: Yeah, and by the way, did you catch that M Night Shyamalan was the guy that drove them there? Yes. yes. Yeah. He always I puts himself as a little thing in the I was movie. like, it's
0: M Night Shyamalan.
1: M Night Shyamalan, ding dong. Um, this is interesting. Did you ever get into Jersey Shore or or any of those? I know you got into yeah. the hills.
0: I love Jersey Shore and the hills, duh. But yeah, I loved Jersey Shore back in the day. I well, haven't... The- kept up with like family vacation or anything.
1: Yeah. A lot of people don't, it's kind of comfort TV for a lot of people though. MTV and Viacom announced this week that Jersey shore and the Hills are, they're doing both like reboots of those. So what that means you guys is it's going to be the same, like the Hills and Jersey shore, the same font, the same graphics, just a whole new cast, a whole new young cast. And, uh, the Jersey Sh- didn't
0: they already do the Hills new beginnings and it was like terrible.
1: Yeah. This will have no actual people from those uh, original iterations and okay. the Jersey shore cast flipped their lid. They all posted on social the same thing saying we took a chance on a young, we took a chance on a struggling network so many years ago and this is how they repay us. And they all reposted the same thing, you guys. And it is just wild because I guess MTV was kind of shocked that they all kind of banded together and did this. And it's very smart
0: thing for them.
1: What is, but it's, it's, what it is you guys cuz it d- dilutes the brand like for them because they now make their yearly you know yeah. their yearly salary still on jersey shore and they don't want a bunch of hot new young italians coming in and taking over this is like this happens all the time in pop culture and things of that nature and so right. it is like the way that things happen but it's interesting to watch them react to it because they're one of the few people that actually did stick together and kind of got their shit straight including the situation and they're like Fuck no, we're Jersey Shore, you know?
0: Right, right. It's so like, okay, I mean...
1: No, totally, but a corporation doesn't give a fuck about their feelings.
0: Yeah, it's like any reality show. They're going to move on with a new cast eventually. They just got lucky that they really were such a dynamic, like, a great group that really worked together and, you know, was a hit with the fans. But, like, all good things must come to an end.
1: Um... Jennifer Lopez uh, is you guys. She, Jennifer Lopez has a new documentary on Netflix. I believe it's called Halftime. It's coming out pretty soon. The trailer got released, and it is, it's all. I mean, I don't know why I'm laughing. It's all about her uh, halftime show at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and I don't know. You know, like <laughs> I don't know. It just the thing that makes me laugh about it, I guess, is like how serious the trailer is, and it's like, guys. I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you what it, I think I watched it, did not even stick in my brain at all. Like I was like, Oh, Jennifer Lopez is doing the super oh, she already did it. And this is a whole trailer of like, no, look at me, we gotta do it. No, perfect. We do dun dun dun. And I think it's hysterical that kind of you know what I'm saying? Like it's different with Lady Gaga for some reason, but then I'm like, okay, you know, you chose this super bowl. It's you're not Beyonce homecoming, you right. know?
0: Well, I think with Lady Gaga also, like she's lady gaga i know that some people will categorize j-lo as like a superstar but like and she is in a way yeah i think again maybe j-lo falls in the category of pete davidson where it's like your tabloid you know presence is bigger than your body of work
1: yeah yeah I My mean, opinion. <laughs> well listen I do have like a people that are J-Lo freaks, but I've never just fully understood it. Like I've under, I've come to understand all of the Britney's uh, adulation. I've come to understand, but the J-Lo fandom is interesting. The J-Lo fandom to me was like, if you guys remember, like I was like reading us weekly before the internet, when J-Lo was the one that invented the big ass, the Kardashians now have co-opted that. But if you go back and look, I always get frustrated. Like JLo lo must be pissed because she's the one that we always said had a big butt. And they were like, Jokes and right. everybody was thirst lusting over Tilo's
0: it. butt looks like tame normal compared to what's been like normalized by the Kardashians, which dude. is like an ABL ass. And if you saw Chloe, dude, Khloe, dude saw the Khloe, ass coming like, out of the shot—her ass was coming out of her dress, and then everyone was like staring at her, and people were like, Oh my god, look at everyone staring. And then you see the back, and it's like, That's why they were staring. And at one point, I think she wrapped a sarong, but it just like ruined the outfit. They, oh my god! It was well. Just, like, I mean, the,
1: when you're when you're dissolving BBLs and all that, and then Kim like had to post an ass photo this week in in regards to all of the BBL conversation. She's like, "Look, I still have an ass. I still have a huge ass." But it's funny. It's like they're doing all of these weird procedures, and sometimes I feel like in Chloe's case, in in Portofino, this the, that photo. It's like. I don't think like some of this shit is got to get out of control where your body just rejects certain things that are being done to it.
0: Well, right. And also like when you get these surgeries, you have to like keep it up with actually like working out, like diet and exercise. I know Chloe's like a freak about that, but like it just like can go South very quickly. And I feel like it's already, you know, it's just not, it's not looking great. And I also was reading something. I think it was like in the Kardashian subreddit. It was like, We're so used to seeing the airbrush versions of them where they look flawless and airbrushed on Instagram that when we actually see real photos of them, we're like, oh, no, it's like so it's like they're doing themselves a disservice by like photoshopping themselves so much because like they don't actually look like that.
1: Yeah, completely. Uh, Good news for all you ladies out there or soon to be good news. Nick Cannon admits he's had a vasectomy consultation, so he won't, his quote, populate the earth. Now, this is super exciting because Nick was like somebody over COVID who decided to have like eight kids with eight different people. The The thing that's frustrating is like, why are you just getting a consultation? Let's go, let's do it already.
0: Let's like, do I, the damn thing. Yeah, what
1: what are we consulting about? Like, what, I don't, I, like, let's, there's a problem. Oh. We need to do this.
0: I think we can all collectively breathe a sigh of relief. I was worried that I was going to get Pregnant with Nick Cannon's child Dude, you
1: never I Dude, sometimes I've worried That I was gonna get And I know that's not even Humanly possible But you just never know When you have a Nick Cannon Running around On the loose Untethered Like he has been Right Um, Speaking of that uh, Machine Gun Kelly uh, Dedicated a song To Megan Fox And his unborn son Some people say That might have been That they had lost a baby Miscarried a baby But then This is like What I find ridiculous About pop culture Megan Fox uh, Instagrammed their um, Their 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 text conversations. And there was this one, uh, text that was like, you know, that blue outfit you got me for the award show. I just cut a hole. I just cut a hole in it so we can have sex.
0: Yeah. Is there any crotch to have sex? Like, aren't her sons old enough to like follow her and and know what's going on? Like, yeah, it's just like, so no one needs to know. We know you're having sex.
1: That was, it's, it's the Courtney Travis thing of like, yo, like I, I'm so happy you guys are horny for each other. And like, it's so cool that you want to stick things and other holes that of like your partner, but like the thing that you, but it's like the thing that always weirds me out is like, you want us to know about it so bad. Like you, you need us to know it's, that's part of the orgasm for them is, is knowing that we know, you know?
0: Right. Which is very bizarre.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying don't, ever. and I bet, you know what, I bet part of it's like, she didn't cut a hole. I bet this is all just like, play anyways i bet we can find that blue outfit right now And there's no hole right <laughs> this is so stupid uh some quick hits before we uh oh wait summer house real quick summer house ended this past week uh oh. we had we had that one moment from amanda where they cut and it was Paige going i hate carl carl's an asshole and amanda was like no carl works for us carl's like a good guy carl they and then suck. Lindsay Lindsay tainted carl
0: Yeah, and it's just interesting because I think if you actually care about someone, you would say it's objectively a good thing that someone who is you know, working on their sobriety has found someone that is willing to be sober with them and help them with their recovery. And the fact that they can't even see that and they just have this like seething hatred for Lindsay that like doesn't even make any sense. And you see that Kyle like tried to come to Amanda's defense on Instagram.
1: Yeah, Bravo and Cocktails, yeah.
0: We, she was trying to say that, like, you know, Carl's so close to us; he's more than just a friend, like, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, and then everyone was commenting. They were like, "Then why did you say?" And Lindsay ended up responding. She was like, "But I'm tainting Carl." Like, well, can I, it can was I just tell you? Like, yeah. So I
1: did this, I did this on the Patreon live the other night, and I haven't done this on the show. But um, Amanda DM'd me actually. And, what did she say? Yeah, and like you know, you guys know me. Like I literally shit myself when I saw it come in. I was like, no, 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 because I hate to think of them as real people. And I've talked to Amanda on the show, and I always liked Amanda and Kyle. I still do like Amanda and Kyle. But she said, <laughs> she goes, I hear, I hear you're disappointed in me. You <laughs> she, she wrote this, real, and I felt so bad. She wrote like a paragraph, and I was just like yo, I don't know you for real. And you, and you don't know me. And I know I shouldn't take this stuff that seriously, but li- I, but I said, but I was on, I said, listen, I'm used to hearing that stuff from page. It was just shocking from you. And I said, it also makes me what did think she that,
0: say in her paragraph.
1: Well, I'm not going to, but it, it, it also, but the thing that I wrote, it makes me think that we're not getting a huge piece of information about Lindsay. Like it doesn't make sense to me why they all dislike her this much.
0: I think, okay, so some of the theories, and I also talk about this on my podcast episode that's dropping Tuesday, but like, I think that they all felt like they were overshadowed by the Lindsay Carl romance, because by the time the season aired, that's all everyone cared about. And Paige thought that she was going to get her fairy tale romance with Craig, and that was going to be the center. And then everyone like hated Craig when he was on and everyone thinks she looks like a fool for ending up with him. And Sierra, I think, you know, would have worked out perfectly for Sierra to end up on Southern Charm like Paige if she could have nailed down Austin. Lindsay ruined that. And then Amanda was supposed to get, you know, finally her wedding. And that was going to be the focus, like her and Kyle. Lindsay and Carl kind of overshadowed that. And they only got like five minutes in the finale. So I think that everyone was like maybe a little bit bitter that Lindsay kind of overshadowed them, which isn't Lindsay's fault. It's like, sorry that she was she's mtv's reality star of the year and you're not like but sophie
1: also i i kind of even look about it a little differently is that like i don't think there's so much attention to go around i feel Paige and craig got a lot of positive attention even if it wasn't from us i feel like it's like how much do these people want if that if your theory is correct it just doesn't make sense to me because i'm like i saw so many positive comments about Paige and craig like how much do people need at like every you got to share the pie you know
0: Paige looked so miserable at the reading. She
1: end. really did. And even Andy kept calling it out, which she I know Andy loves shit like that.
0: I think that she probably was noticing the tides were turning. She was always kind of like a fan favorite in a way where people like were, you know, always down to defend her. And now no one's defending her and everyone hates her. And I actually read an article in The Dip and it was saying that Paige is the new Jax Taylor because she wants to be the number one girl in the group, but she's just not. <laughs>
1: Well, I thought that I thought that first part of the reunion was Paige making a play to be the Queen Bee. It was like, Andy, look at us. We're younger, we're funnier. I, I thought Paige was really trying to make a case to take things over, you know?
0: And it's not didn't work.
1: <laughs> uh okay, as we wind down here, Stranger Things drops on Friday. We got seven episodes coming, two of which are like insane. These are like hour and a half episodes. I it's guess the absurd. last it's the
0: absurd. last
1: episode is two hours and 30 minutes, the episode of TV. And they're spending so much money on this yet. Netflix keeps firing uh, a lot of people, a lot of yeah. good people like Evan Ross Katz got let go this week, like all of yeah. these really good, good people where I'm like shocked.
0: It was crazy seeing my Twitter feed and it was all of these writers realized worked for Netflix and all of these writers had gotten laid off at the same time. Meanwhile, they're spending $30 million an episode on freaking stranger things. Like,
1: do you ever do that though? Where like I was doing the same thing where I was like, Holy shit. I didn't know. I followed this many. I, I didn't know. I followed this many people that work for Netflix. Like oh, yeah, everybody totally. was saying they lost a job that day.
0: Totally. Yeah. I had no idea that I followed that many Netflix employees and yeah. It's just, it's really, I remember I checking
1: that, your account. Cause I was like, I wonder if Sophie works for Netflix.
0: You just like had no idea that I was Yeah, like, who knows? content. Um, but I think that Netflix has really, they're like the fast fashion of streaming services where they pump out all of this mediocre stuff instead of like quality content that people really want to tune in for. I don't know. I've said that. I before. still,
1: I still, I, yeah. I mentioned it last well. No, I don't think I told you, but I, did we talk? I, I finally watched, um, uh, uh, Sever, uh, severance.
0: And oh, I love, I, I mean, so good. I just
1: love, I mean, couldn't have loved it more. I'm right. so bummed. An
0: amazing show. You guys, if you haven't watched it yet, this is your, um, Doja K-
1: you Oh, loved it. Loved it. So special. Doja cat, uh, has canceled all of her tour dates and she had a stadium tour with the weekend. She has to get, uh, uh, surgery on her vocal cords And uh, that's like a big time for her to cancel just in terms of her popularity. So hopefully she is well. Also, this week Obi Wan Kenobi comes out on Disney Plus. If you guys are fans of the Star Wars franchises, Real Housewives of Atlanta, I'm telling you guys, get into it. It's not your Beverly Hills, but it's really good. These ladies are awesome together. And this past week, they were at like a baby, like a uh, Kenya's kids' birthday party, and they're doing like a like a horrible game where they're bringing up sex things around kids and their parents. It's awesome. Yeah. No. It's- <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah and oh Real yeah Housewives of dubai. baby, yeah, baby. It's, what about me caitlin uh and real house of a dubai trailer released this week as well as southern charm did you have any opinions as we go uh with southern charm we saw the austin the trailer, and, craig and all that shit
0: the trailer did look amazing with austin and craig like fighting with both of their beer bellies hanging out like, <laughs> i love that moment i can't wait for that
1: Sometimes that's the only reason why I want shows to continue just to see how these people like literally fall apart. I mean, I I say the same thing about my own life, but like it's fun to watch year after year just people get older.
0: Yeah. Yeah, baby.
1: Also, uh, okay, finally, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I just beg people, no matter if you hate Amber Heard, if you think she's fucking horrible, blah, 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 just try to... uh, uh, I don't know, research,
0: yeah, do your, your own research. research and read but, the facts instead of just looking at what the algorithm is showing you, which a lot of it is propaganda,
1: but just remember, uh you know just kind of look into the case look into all yeah like you said do your own research uh remember not everybody is perfect i'm not uh this is not me going i love everything amber heard but i really want to point out that these things do affect other ladies and other women and yeah. uh you could say well her behavior does too but uh, whatever i just want to say that there is not like You know, Johnny Depp, whether you love every fucking movie he's ever done, he's done some wild shit. Like if you watch the case, he's done some wild shit. And yes, he's so charming. He's like Scott Disick in a lot of ways. But um, just just be careful what you uh, allow in there. Even this podcast included. Question everything that we say. Uh, But I really appreciate anybody out there listening. Everybody needs to go and listen to uh, Sophie's podcast on Tuesday, uh, go subscribe to that. Also go subscribe to her Substack. She did a great article this, uh, this past weekend, or I think it came out on Friday. Uh, anything else coming up that we need to know about?
0: Um, no, that's about it.
1: Okay. Well, you are going to go out and have a wonderful dinner with your monkey pox. And I'm sure there will oh, be God. 10 things that happen in the next two hours that we should have talked about, but you guys, I hope you have a great week ahead of you. And thank you for spending this hour with us.
0: Thanks, guys. Bye. Next up. Bye.
1: Betches.